Bonjour, mis hermanos and sisters. It's your boy T Guys, Tyler Guys No, and Colin Gibson. Yes, I forgot his name. It's been a long time since we've been on local standouts. <laughs> and we're here with the magnificent, well, I'm not going to say the name yet, but we are here with uh, at one of my absolute best friends. She is actually a master's grad, I believe, from I the University of Iowa with a mat. No, no. <laughs> I have my master's, but from the University of Kansas. University of Kansas, but she graduated from Iowa at some point. I did. I got my bachelor's from there. Yes. So one of my second best friends, uh, because I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, you're close, you're close. she graduated, though, with a master's in speech pathology. Yes. Speech language pathology. Yeah. That's all I needed to know. And she actually has a her. She has her own business. So uh, if you have checked into local standouts and 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 you've looked at podcasts this one is going to be like last place to not your father's finance uh which is abby fouch's business she's uh she can talk more about that but she's the owner of not your father finance she is a remote year grad is that if, if we can say that you can say grad yeah citizen we call them uh, a, a tr okay so remote year citizen a travel phenom uh, this girl's been all over the place, multi-business owner. She's got her stuff together. She is a boss lady. Her name is Abby Fouch. Abby, welcome to the call. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And thanks for the <laughs> intro. Like, what an intro. Wow. Flattered. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, thank you for the, the patience on that. But anyways, to get this thing kicked off and started, uh, Fouch, we're grateful because you're actually our first, also accolade, first female on local standouts. That's why I'm here. What's up? So if that doesn't say how much of a, a boss lady she is, we'll, we'll get into the, the, the information on what she's about. So Fouch, first and foremost, before going into anything in depth, who is Abby Fouch? If you had to describe yourself, who are you? Abby is, she's an adventure explorer, a rule breaker. I like to call myself like an A minus personality. I'm not a type A. I'm not a needy type A type of person. I'm an A minus where I like to break the rules and I do things off the cuff. Um, I talk too much. I eat a lot of pizza and I listen. I love travel. I love people. And that's who I am. <laughs> So let's, let's talk about uh, the beginning. So tell us where you grew up and like some of your first experiences in business. Like how did you kind of get into this life that you're living now? Yeah, that's actually really funny because I have pondered this a few times, but um, I'm from Logan, Iowa. It's a small town, 1500 people. And um, I grew up pretty averagely. Like my parents both are like worked really hard and quite successful. So I had like that little baseline set for me. Um, but I, I went to the university of Iowa, graduated with my bachelor's, went to the university of Kansas, graduated with my master's. And then I, um, moved back to Iowa and I actually met Tyler and it really is where the story takes a turn. I will say, so I, I don't really know where I would have ended up. I don't, it wouldn't have been like the typical lifestyle, but I don't know if it would have been the lifestyle I ended up being. Um, but Tyler, 
so I guess back up, I, I was in grad school for speech language pathology and I, I didn't like it. And I, I knew this wasn't for me, but I didn't know what to do. I was already five years deep in my education. I had one year left. So I just finished it. And I had studied abroad in undergrad. And when I was in grad school, I was friends with some people from the study abroad experience. And this guy spent seven months in Asia. And I was like, who the fuck spent seven months in Asia? Like who paid for it? How much did it cost? How did he do this? He was like 20 years old or 21 years old. And I was just like, what's happening? How did this happen? And so I promised myself that after grad school, I would work as hard as I could for like a year and a half is what I told myself. And I'd save up as much money as possible and go traveling. So that was my promise to myself. But then along the way, I met Tyler and he introduced me to this travel business, which honestly is not even like the travel business. That's like the important part of it. It's the mindset Tyler gave to me. So Tyler introduced me to like personal development, Robert Kiyosaki, um, some other leaders that were really adamant on changing their lifestyle and doing something different. And that's really when my complete idea of life changed. And I was like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And so like, that's when I really started just like getting crafty. Can I cuss on here? I don't know. Is this like PG? I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to need a buzzer if you don't want me to, because like <laughs> my favorite word. <laughs> there was a rule. It's already broken. So go. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I said in my intro, I was a rule breaker. So there you go <laughs> okay no no it's wait, wait 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 i don't know if you're about to start talking more i gotta stop you for a second did you say you did not like speech pathology yeah no i i, I knew it wasn't for me okay so this is where uh, i almost feel like this is an inspirational moment here for a second for myself because how can somebody be uh oh give this is also another plug and all my people from on tree on here listening she was a speech pathologist that got her master's in speech pathology. And she also worked in Lone Tree, Iowa at one point in time, but just wow. for all these years to pass. Yeah. <laughs> but for all these years to pass by doing a profession that you said that you didn't like and study, where does the work ethic come from then? I, I guess the motivation to push through towards, what you saw in that guy who was living in Asia to pushing through and becoming who you are today. I, I guess, how does that start? Yeah. I mean, so when I went to college, uh, my first instinct was go to med school. And then I was like, I don't want to go to med school. That means biology and chemistry. And I'm trying to party up in college. So like that didn't really go together. It does for some people, probably not me. And, and so like, I didn't want to go to that science-y. I didn't want to go business. And so I was like, where do I go? My sister was like, Hey, check out this class. And it was speech and hearing science. And it was like a mix between like science, but not like med school. And so I got into it and I liked it at the time. And then I got into grad school and like, I was like, yeah, this is great. But then I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm supposed to do this for the rest of my life. But like, I didn't have a different way out. Right. I was just like, uh, cool. So I'm already five years deep, one year to go. The logical thing is push through graduate, but then like figure out what the hell you're gonna do with your life. Cause this isn't it. Um, but like where the motivation can't come from, um, probably my dad, um, probably both my parents, like I'm very proud of both my parents. I'll probably say that a lot, but, um, my dad worked his way up through an entire company, um, to basically where he like runs this company now but um so like he's always had a really good worth ethic and then my mom also she went to grad school after having like four kids under the age of five 
um, left us at home with my dad to like go to South Dakota, go to grad school herself. And then um, she has her own business now as well. So I think probably like worth ethic comes from them. Um, but the motivation was just like, okay, the logical thing, I guess, at the time was just like finish this last year, get your degree, start working and you can make decent money and then figure out where you're going to go from there. So if you could go back and change anything, would you, or do you think all of that kind of, you know, shaped you into who you are now? I think it shaped me, but I thought about this question a lot. So I think that, um, so a couple years ago, if you'd asked me if I'd do it different, like my advice would be like, don't go to college. <laughs> and I don't know if that's necessarily still my advice. It is in some regards. I don't think college is the answer for most people, but I think it's a hell of a good time. Like it's good social experiment. It's good for just like, it's a good time. So like go, but that's like expensive, good time. Right. Um, and so I do think college can be good. So like, there's either two things, like I either want to go and I'd self-educate myself how I've done now or I would go and do business hands down. Like I wouldn't even consider science. Um, so that, that would be like the two things. Like if I did it differently, it'd either be not go self-educate myself or be go do business. Um, but I, obviously like you can't change your past and like it definitely molded me. And I'm like very thankful for all of that. Cause if I wouldn't have like had my eye on the prize of like working as hard as I could to then travel, like, I don't know. It's just like, fate has it that I like met Tyler on a plane and then like it all worked out and like he really did change like my mindset of like you can do something different and I really took that to heart and ran with it yeah and sorry Gib, if you're about to say something I I gotta say something that too like why you're on local standouts I because I I if I haven't answered that question yet for most people because I was just kind of thinking this as I was listening to you and being on this podcast for those of you that don't know, Abby won't be in Iowa for very much longer. She will be in Timbuk nowhere. And then she'll be in Columbia. And then she'll be in Antarctica swimming with Santa Claus, who should be in the North Pole. Like, she's everywhere. Uh, but something that I'm being reminded of is in uh, any future ladies that come on here to uh, be a local standout, Fouch is different than you. And, and so what I'm going to applaud her for, none of you need to be this, but Fouch is reminding me that why she's on here is she is very convicting of not only how she talks, but of her present and of her future and of her past. Like it, it's, she's very convicted of all of it. It's almost like, as you see what this, what this girl has done from dropping her profession to traveling all over the world for how many months straight were you traveling all over the place? And you still are. So, I mean, you're on like a continuous span. Yeah. I've been traveling for about two and a half years now, but like the particular program that you're saying um, was 12 months. Right. So remote year was 12 months, which was the program, but she's been all over the place, which also had an effect on her brain and just completely messed her up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> completely got her all fired up and just off the radar. Um, you know, just doing everything that she's dreaming of and, and just living it out. So, uh, Fouch with you being on here and so convicted about the college thing, some people are going to want to know, okay, we have this, powerful very well respected female on here that Gibby and Tyler both like to have on um, and you say something that's probably pretty controversial so just to hear your side of it obviously you're not saying my way is the only way and what I believe is 
how everybody should believe you're just strongly convicted in what, sorry, my cords away, strongly convicted in uh, a, a different way that you probably give some people's past. So uh, talking about the college experience coming from somebody who's got her master's to why you wouldn't recommend, are you able to go a little bit more in depth on that, especially yeah. coming from a, not your, not your father's finance owner? Yeah. 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 So yeah, that would be another thing. So it's like, um, so straight up, like my parents paid for my bachelor's and my master's degree. And so like, I went into zero debt to go to college. So it was also a no brainer to finish my last year. Cause it wasn't like, I had to like throw 20 grand extra at it or go into further debt. Um, and I think that like, if somebody has to completely pay for their education, um, and like go hundred and K in debt, I just don't think that's worth it. So, um, and so like, if you're going to go into massive debt, I don't think it's worth it. Cause I just like the tools are out there to learn what you got to learn and learning on the job is so much more valuable than education. Cause most of your education is just like the system and the setup, but then like, that doesn't apply to really how you do work. So like, um, right now I am employed by the software company and I do marketing for them and everything I've learned in the marketing industry is self-taught. And so I've probably spent like a couple thousand dollars on like learning materials and like teaching myself how to do these things. Um, so that could be like, anybody could do that. I believe like, if you have like a little bit of work ethic and you can put yourself like through these courses, then like do these free courses or do these courses that are like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks here or there, just different things like that, instead of going a hundred K into debt or whatever it is. So, um, I think that's one thing, but I also just think people get thrown into college like me. And it's like, what do you want to do? I don't know, pick something. And it's like, well, it's kind of a waste of money and a waste of time. And so I think if you really know what you want to do and pursue and you have like, you've shadowed somebody, you talk to the people, like I'm really big. Like somebody was like, Oh, my friend's going into speech language pathology. And I was like, that sucks. Like I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. And, but that's like me because it didn't give me the lifestyle that I wanted. So like now my biggest question is like, what kind of lifestyle do you want? If the lifestyle you want is like flexibility and freedom and X, then like pursue these careers and which of those will make you happy. So it's like, what kind of lifestyle do you want? If you don't want to, like, if you're a doctor, then you're going to be in the hospital. You're going to, you know, depending on the area, but you're going to like have to go into an office. I'm fully remote. I can live anywhere in the world and do my job. And that lifestyle makes me happy. Therefore, my job also makes me happy. You know, like obviously the job itself, I like plus the remote lifestyle just like makes me really happy. Um, and so I think, I think that kind of answers your question a little bit more. Like, don't go in blindly, just like picking a degree for fun. Don't go into massive debt when you don't have a plan. Um, can you self-educate yourself? But again, like I do like college for certain reasons. Like it was a good time. Like you still learn a lot of logistical skills along the way. I just don't think like it's necessarily the foundation to every job, but I do think like having a bachelor's and a master's has like given me probably chances that somebody without any degrees would have gotten potentially. Mm. <laughs> Give you can say something you want. <laughs> it's like, I, I love it. <laughs> just to kind of go off of that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just so curious about this, not your father's finance. Just, just tell us about that, how that started, where that's at, where you see it's going, all that. Yeah. So, um, I had this idea about last year, I was trying to find out what I was passionate about. So I got laid off in the pandemic hit and I was like, well, what do I really want to do? Um, I had a travel YouTube channel, which I did like, um, 
but I'm just trying to find like my niche, like where's my sweet spot. And so I was going through like all my interests and I love finances. I love talking about finances. I love asking inappropriate financial questions. I love all these things. And, um, so I can't, and, and it kind of stemmed from the idea that like, I sought out a bunch of financial information, honestly, probably again, in regards to Tyler, I've always been a saver, but then when Tyler gave me the book, rich dad, poor dad, like, um, and then just like introduced me to like, how, like you can make more than with a speech language with all just makes like, just open your, your eyes to ideas. Like you can be wealthy. You can do these things. You don't have to be restricted by like the 70 K salary that an SLP can make. Um, but okay. So anyways, I thought of this idea called not your father's finance, where it's just like, you don't have to do stuff the way your dad did it. Or like these old white dudes or like whoever your dad is, you know, like you don't have to use these old traditional methods. You can like make it up as you go. So one of the biggest founder pieces of not your father's finance is this concept called fire, um, which is financial independence, retire early. And I'm a really big proponent of that. So like the reason I'm such a big saver and investor is because I want to retire early. Really, I want to be financially independent, which just means like I have enough invested that um, the returns of that. So let's say you get average like 4% returns and you can take out of that and your, your investment stays the same and I can live on that 4%. So like my first goal is like investing like 500K in a perfect world, I get 4% back. I can live on 20K a year. Can I live a lavish life on 20K a year? No, but I can probably live in Iowa for 20K a year. Not that that will happen, but, um, but anyway, so yeah, so it's just all these concepts. Like, I think people are undereducated. You know, we're not taught that in school. A lot of my friends like to talk with finances with me. I'm kind of like, I'm not a financial expert, but I've almost like a financial expert within my group, which I realized was an issue in itself because like, I think I have some knowledge, but I'm not like the most knowledgeable person. And so I kind of started this mission to like, ask other successful people with their finances, like what are their tactics, their practices, their methods, their strategies, whatever, and interviewing some people that way, as well as just like, kind of like telling people what I do. Again, I'm not the end all be all, but before remote year, I worked hard enough to save $50,000. And that's what I did remote year for. I was, um, I lived unemployed for eight months. I invested half of it. And then I lived on the other half. And, um, so like, I have like a little bit of credibility in those sense. Um, I did that before, I'm pushing hundred K, um, in net worth right now, which is really exciting. Um, so just different things like that. So my, my mission is like provide this education, provide strategies. So you can find something that works for you. Um, where it's at, well, it was formed last year and, uh, I was doing really good. I was putting out a video a week. My goal is on YouTube, a video for a year, a week, a year. And then I got COVID and it kind of just like derailed the whole thing. Um, I got behind in my videos and then I just kind of did some like soul searching. Like, am I doing not your father's finance? Like, because I love it in the mission or because I hope it becomes like an income for me. And I think ultimately at the time I was like, I wanted to make money so then I can quit my job and do this. Um, so I just need to take a step back. So it's actually a little bit backburnered, but I have some like good stuff, like on the radar. I have some really cool people to interview that are like really successful and just like different with our finances. So, um, maybe you guys will encourage me to spark it back up. It's not dead. It's just like resting. It's hibernating. <laughs> that's cool. So just like a new age look on finance and everything. That's yeah. That's cool. And like, as you can tell, I'm not like a real buttoned up person. And so I'm like, you know, just, I guess I keep it real. If you can, if you will, you know, like, I'm not like, okay, go to work and know how any funny, any fun, like, I'm still traveling every other month or whatever you want to call it. Like I'm still living a pretty lavish lifestyle while being able to invest and save. And so like, I want people to 
utilize those tactics and just like cut out unnecessary things from their lives that like aren't bringing them joy so they can like spend money on things that are bringing it that will bring them joy or like invest it to like have freedom in their future mm-hmm. <laughs> thought you better be careful you're gonna be on another interview in like another hour <laughs> i'm serious Fouch, there's so much to go off of here um honestly i don't even know where to start i'll i'll go with this first one just okay what you're unemployed for eight months like i i know this stuff but like as you say it i didn't really think about it in the midst of it so you are unemployed for eight months you invested half you freaking crazy person and then you kept half right and i'm saying that in the thoughts of the average person listening to this you're nuts for investing half of that. Like, Oh my God, didn't you think your world was going to end? Like, how did you, so, so what kind of mindset do you have to get into to be an Abby Fauci who first creates the, uh, uh, mental fortitude to be able to put away 50 K in the first place saved as a young female. And then you take a moment where your life gets flipped maybe not upside down, but flipped in a way, shaken up and you invest half of that money. What, where is your fortitude at that point? You gotta, you gotta go into it. Um, so it's actually really funny why I invested half immediately. Um, so at the time I was saving up as much money as possible for a trip for me and my boyfriend at the time. And then as I started saving all this money and like, I, and like, I just picked 50 grand out of the air. Like I was like, I think I can save. Um, I think I was like pushing like two grand a month or three grand a month, like to save. Um, and so I just like, I was like, Oh, 50 grand. That seems like a solid number to travel on. And then like I divided it up and I was like, Oh, I can actually make this work with what I was making out of grad school. And, um, so I, I did it. Like I hit my freaking goal. Like I was ecstatic. Like my, I told my, one of my aunts, my goal, and she kind of like rolled her eyes and laughed at me. And I was like, pissed. I was like, you know, you always hear the stories of like somebody puts down your goal. And I was like, okay. And then I did it. And I was just like, so proud of myself. But so I had this 50 K and I was like going to spend like most of it on this trip for like me and my ex or my then boyfriend and then I got like really selfish and I was just like nah I'm paying for like a hundred percent or like 90 percent of this trip and I worked hard for this money like I worked weekends I worked you know long ass days I traveled all over eastern Iowa and I worked my ass off and so then I was like I gotta invest this money because it is mine and like I need my money to grow and like the only way to be like wealthy is to like invest your money in my opinion so um I was really big into Dave Ramsey at the time too. And so I got on his, like, I can't remember what it's called. Smart, Pre- smart Vester pro. I think it is. So I got on his website and I put in like Omaha, Nebraska. And, um, and this guy reaches out to me, like four of them, like hit me up and it like kind of creeped me out. But this one like reached out and he was like kind of young. He was, um, or was young is young. I guess he was like probably in his mid thirties or younger thirties. And, um, he was just like, chatted me he's like you're fascinating and then I was like cool and then he was like okay and then I met with him and then basically um what I ended up doing was I funded he was like very responsible which I didn't love because I was like I don't want to save for retirement I just want to invest which is sort of the same thing whatever kind of depends um but basically what I did with that investment is I fully funded um my Roth IRA for the year prior because taxes hadn't hit yet. So you can fully fund a Roth IRA before tax season for the year prior. So I 
fully funded two Roth IRAs for two different years. And then I think I put 10 K in investments. So it was about 25 K that I invested. And, um, I went on a tangent. I don't remember what the original question was. <laughs> I think, Oh, so like my mindset, like, I just like, didn't want to spend all this money on like this guy that I was feeling less favorable about. So I invested the money instead of like taking us on a trip basically. And then shortly after I broke up with him and then I went on remote year instead. <laughs> Um, how I actually saved it, I think was one of the questions is I, I was really frugal. I was really into minimal minimalism. I, uh, I, I tried not to eat out. Like I eat out like once or twice a week. Maybe I didn't really shop. I lived in Iowa, which is a cheap place to live. Um, I worked a lot, so I did less with my money. Um, those are kind of the main tactics I used to save it. So, so going off of that, what would you say some of like, the common mistakes of millennials financially are like nowadays, what, what are some of the mistakes you see or you, you would. Yeah. I think, um, people spend without having, it's like, you're not entitled to fancy meals or like fancy cars or, you know, like people just like, or it's like keeping up with the Joneses like, Oh, well he has a, I don't know. Audi and I need one. I don't know. I don't even know cars really. So, but you know, like it's, it's like this need to like have more things. Cause we have, we have Instagram, we have social media. Right. And it's like, well, I have this car and I just, I took a picture with it and it's brand new. And like, you know, now my, like my friends feel less than. And, um, so I think it's like, kind of like that keeping up or it's like they eat out all the time. And I'm not saying you can't have any fun, but like, it's, if you can make the money great. And I guess it's just like, what are your goals for me? I, like food. I'm not a food lover, right? Like I'm not like, Oh my God, crazy. Like, yes, I enjoy eating out, but I, like, I also like see my bank account numbers go up more. And I like the idea that I can retire a year early if I cut out a couple eating out meals, you know? Um, so I think like, you know, people are buying vehicles that they're going into debt to buy vehicles. Whereas now, like I'd probably throw like, I don't know, five to 10 grand in cash down and buy this vehicle. That's like less than than my peers, because I'm not in debt. I can drive it around. No one cares. It's a stupid car, you know? Um, so I feel like some of those are just like, I don't know. A lot of people are just addicted to buying things and I'm less. So I'm not saying I'm not, but like, I'm less so because like I've adapted the minimalist, the minimalist.com love them. They have like Netflix documentaries. People may have seen them before, but like, I just think that mindset's really healthy. It's like, if I buy one last candle or like every, like all these females are like obsessed with going to target. And it's like, you go to target and you drop like a hundred bucks. Like, I hate that. Like, and I did it. Like when I lived in Kansas city, like I did it, but it's just like, it just adds up over time. And again, you can't, it's not like you can't have fun, but it's just like, choose like what's more important. So like I held my boundaries decently well not perfect but I still had the end goal in mind and I knew I could hit that if I was a little bit more frugal right it, <laughs> it does kind of seem like people nowadays are more concerned with like what's what's on their Instagram page rather than like what's in their savings account and that's kind for of for sure yeah, yeah and I think Instagram's hard because it's like you know, and like, I saw this, I don't know, video and it's like these girls or whoever guys too, like they see a fancy car and it's like, it's not theirs, but then they're going to take on all these glam shots by it or whatever. And then they post it and their friends are probably like, Oh my God, how'd they rent this car? Or like, you know, whatever they, Oh, maybe they have friends. That, I don't know. And it's just, it's shitty. Like, but like, again, I'm not innocent here. Like I'm sure I've taken like 
a cool ass travel photo that makes people jealous and they're like, fuck, you know, uh, it's just, it's hard. I guess it's just like, stay, like keep your goals in mind and like stay true to yourself hard, easier said than done, but like finding a balance with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Cause I'm like, I'm not trying to be like Dave Ramsey's crazy, right? He's just like, if you are in debt, eat rice and beans for two years and you'll get out of debt. And I'm like, okay, where's your pizza? And, uh, but like, again, like I'm still traveling, I'm still doing like a lot of stuff. I could save a shit ton of money. If I just lived in Iowa and lived like very basically, like I could retire in like a handful of years. Right. Like, I don't know, maybe before 35, maybe before 33. I don't know. Um, but I choose to live a lavish lifestyle more than I need to, I guess. But I like it. Lavish lifestyle coming from the minimalist. Tell us about that. <laughs> I mean, like what I described, like, so you were like, is Abby even going to be in Iowa? Like, you know, next month yeah. or next week or whatever. Like I had some friends say they were going to Croatia. And so I was like, okay. And so I think I'm going to go to Croatia for the month of July. Um, I haven't booked my ticket. Haven't booked my apartment. Um, but it's just like, I mean, if I was really trying to save money, I wouldn't, but like, I'm like, fuck Croatia in the summertime. That sounds fun as shit. Okay. So like, I think I'm going to fly to Croatia in a couple weeks. Um, and then I think in August I might go to Brazil with my friend and it's our birthday month and we might live in Brazil for the month or like somewhere South of the United States. So like that was, that's what I describe as lavish. Although like, then I'm not like balling out on these like crazy apartments or like I lived in Mexico for January through April this year. And I could have lived in like probably a $500 a month apartment, but instead I chose to live in like a thousand dollars to $1,100 or so. Cause I had a rooftop pool and I had a private rooftop and I had a gym in my apartment. And like, those are like my lavishes, I guess. No, I, I, I love that. So <clears throat> there's so many different angles that I feel like I could take with introducing you. Cause I feel like now you, after giving you the introduction, I feel like I completely underdid it uh, more <laughs> as I keep thinking about it because uh, there's some things that also you do uh, that, that I didn't say. So two things that I learned as you're talking about these, you know, guys that kind of creeped you out when they reached out to you, you're actually a, or former social media marketing coach. And you also are like a credit card low key pro, if not intermediate. So uh, first I want to say, or ask the social media marketing, are you still doing that? And if you did do that, how did you build that up from scratch? Because we got so many social media marketing professionals out there today. Uh, how, how did you actually become one that I literally known of to become one? Yeah. So God, like, it's like kind of funny, like these are good. This is like even good for like just self-reflection like having somebody else ask you these questions. So I've taken a chance on two strangers in particular in my life. And one of them was Tyler. Tyler is probably the first one. Maybe I'd have to think of that longer, but like I took a chance on Tyler and it's probably because of him that I took a chance on this other person potentially. Um, but I didn't want to be an SLP and I wanted to travel and like my, didn't really have a solution. My solution was like travel blogging, but like, I don't know, there's so many of them. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do the travel blogging route, but I need, um, to build up my Instagram, right. Travel bloggers have Instagrams, whatever. And so, um, I started thinking about Instagram, how can I use it? And, um, I, I don't know if I joined a couple groups or like what exactly happened. Um, 
but this girl messaged me on Facebook and she was like, basically like, Hey, like, can we connect via phone? And I, I like, don't know who she is. I don't know what she wants from me. And then like, I said, yes. And it was like this girl from England and she's like, hit me up. And like, I think I'm driving somewhere. I don't even know where I'm driving, but like, um, she's, she like, you know, she put the hook in I bit and, uh, she was just like, I can teach you how to grow your Instagram. I can teach you these strategies to build it up. I can get you, you know, um, thousands of followers. I can, um, just show you the strategies and then how you, um, like re get your investment is by coaching people how to do the exact same thing. I'll teach you everything you need to know, take that and then tell people other people and then like get money from them. And so, um, I paid this an- another random internet stranger, a thousand dollars. I just like PayPal her thousand dollars. And I was like, well, hopefully this is legit. And she is great. Honestly, she's like one of those like internet strangers that I've never met, but like we like Instagram friends and we like message all the time. So I had like eight one-on-one sessions with her and like, I'm not even going to lie, like back in the day, and this is like three, four years ago, but, um, like a big strategy that she had taught me was like follow and follow. So you follow a bunch of people that are within your niche and then you eventually unfollow them, but typically they stay following you. And so like, I have like a decent Instagram following mostly because of that, which honestly kind of feels a little dirty, but it is what it is. I don't really care that much. Um, so whatever. Uh, and so, but it just like opened my eyes. So I got a few thousand dollars. I coached a few people on that, but that position. And then I just felt like I had really bad, um, uh, what's it called? Imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. I was like, I can't do this. I don't know this. I don't know this. I don't know this. So then I spent like another like $1,500 on like more Instagram courses to like prove my knowledge. And like, I took these courses. I'm like, Oh, and I know all this shit. And I was like, everyone's spitting the same stuff. And then you just realize, but I am still able to like turn a few deals. And I taught some people how to use it and like grow their Instagram for themselves and their businesses. And then, um, really the kicker of it was I was able to land a full-time job doing social media for a software company. And I, I just thought that was really cool because, um, at the time, like I did, I was just like from speech, like from speech pathology to unemployed for eight months to doing some coaching along the way to, um, getting this job. And like, I was like, okay, like I had an idea in my head, like how much I was going to accept for a salary. And I don't think I wanted to accept anything lower than 50 K. And I was like, so what are you like thinking for the salary? And they're like, oh, we're thinking like 60 to 75,000. And I was like, oh, Okay. Um, and so I, I actually, I think it was a 70,000. I was supposed to get 70 K for it. And, um, I kind of got jipped at the last second and I ended up with 65 K, but I got $65,000 to do social media for this, um, software company, which I still find mind blowing to this day. And you kind of tie that all back to that, that one girl, that one course and all for of sure. That. Wow. A little bit. I guess I just like took a chance on her. So maybe I would have learned it some other way, but like her name's Sarah. I can like show, like she's still like doing Instagram strategy. She's obviously had to adapt because like the Instagram algorithm changes a lot, but she also knows a lot about TikTok and other strategies. And so like, I'm happy to give her a shout on, we can attach her Instagram or something, but like, she's cool. And she's also a traveler. So like, you know, she developed her business in Chiang Mai, Thailand, which I lived there for a month, which was super cool. And then she's spent like multiple months in Bali building her business. So like I connect with her a lot on like a travel level, but just like her um, willpower and like um, hard work 
business. I don't know. I'm not doing well with words here, but like, you know, she really built this business and she's been like strictly self-employed for like four years. Wow. That's a crazy domino effect. It's crazy how like just making small changes like that can affect your social media in huge ways. Totally. And I think just like, you know, some people are like thousand dollars is so much, or I don't know, like, and to some people it is like for sure. But I just think like, sometimes you got to take chances and, and I've spent, I've probably spent, you know, on the other courses, I probably wasted like $2,500. Um, but like, it is what it is. It's landed me some other jobs and whatnot. So, uh, it like worked out in the end, but I think like, sometimes it's just like a good lesson on like throw money at something. Sometimes you might get burned, but like, you might like benefit, even if you don't see it immediately. Right. I didn't recoup my pay from her for like months. Um, but she's just a really good person. And like, every time I had a question, even like I reached out to her, like in January and we had a little talk and like chatted and we like caught up and I haven't talked to her in like two years, like face to face at least. Wow. Just another one of your investments paying off. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sounds you want like to some know pretty what? good. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. We do want to know whatever about to say. Go ahead. <laughs> you wanted to know about credit cards. Yes. Um, I am into playing credit card games, which is signing up for credit cards and getting um, their bonuses. Um, I am not a pro. If you want to call me an intermediate, fine. I'd say beginner intermediate because then I eventually hired somebody that like, again, another well spent $1,000. I'm good at throwing money at things that I think will benefit me in the end. Uh, So I'm really into signing for credit cards, hitting the minimum pay for that bonus, and then getting that 60,000 points or whatever it is. So um, before I met this guy, I had signed up for like probably four or five credit cards and I had hit that minimum uh, balance. So it's usually like three grand, three to six grand spent on that card within like three to six months or so. And you get a huge balance. And um, I was doing that. I haven't, I can't tell you the last time I paid for a flight. It's been years, five years. I don't know. Um, so like, that's like, that's also why the Croatia thing next month, like makes sense. Cause like, I'm going to fly to Croatia, but like, I'm not going to pay for it. And just, I have enough points that'll just like be free flights. And, um, I ended up, I ended up hiring this guy, which I like hire, highly recommend. I, uh, basically I paid him a thousand dollars and he has a credit card schedule for you. And he works with you over 18 months and he tells you when to sign up for credit cards. Um, like shut the credit card off, like downgrade the credit card, all these different things. And, um, like he just, he's been traveling around. I think he's been, he's been to a lot. He's been to 120 countries and I think he's averaged $17 a flight or 12 bucks a flight, something like that. Um, so he's pretty big, like he's definitely a pro. And so eventually I was just like, I guess it's a lesson on what do you, I could learn it myself, but sometimes it's just easier to pay somebody that's an expert in their field rather than like, could I learn it? Do I have some basic knowledge? Do I have this and this? Yes. But I didn't have clear strategies, you know, with Chase, you can only sign up like three or four credit cards within like 24 months or whatever it is. And like, he can like balance all those. And he knows like, if you get denied from a card, how to call and the script you use to get yourself approved and like just a bunch of different things. So like the credit card game, I highly recommend if you like traveling, if you like free flights, if you like free hotel stays, um, there's no point. There's no reason not to like have a bunch of credit cards. If you can use them responsibly. Sorry. That's my mission statement. If you are just like going to throw a bunch of money on there and go into massive credit card debt, I don't support that. I don't have any credit card debt. I don't support credit card debt. If you have to, obviously, ah, I like talking myself into holes sometimes. Like obviously some people need, can't afford things straight up and need to put stuff on a credit card. 
fine if it's like an emergency or something. But um, play the credit card game if you can pay off your credit cards each month. I don't know if you want more about that. I don't know if I have much to say about that, but uh, hire people to do stuff that you can't. Yes. No, that is fine. That gets me freaking fired up because that, so that, that's personal development at its finest. I don't want to go and this isn't about what I get fired up about, but I'm just saying you just said it over and over and over again. And this is what I, I love because you're a direct testimonial to personal development. If, it, if, if personal development had to have a testimonial, it's Abby Fouch because every single thing you did from, um, even the business that we did together, you getting the mindset to opening your mind to another way of thinking to you investing in remote year and the experience that you got through that, the friends you got through that, the relationships you got through that, the experience that you got working for your friend drew, uh, which we haven't talked about yet, but anyway, she even got an opportunity to work remote with one of her buddies who she met in a program, like, uh, putting money at a credit card. So I, I love what you're saying about personal development because, you you just said it too. Uh, I could learn things myself, or I could fast track my experience. That's my cord to my headset in the way. Sorry, but I could learn things myself, or I could fast track my experience. And that you, how old are you, Fouch? Twenty eight. <laughs> Twenty eight. You live an absurd lifestyle. Like some people would just. It it, it it's all about what their goals are. You keep saying that over and over again. But still, regardless if your lifestyle is their goal or not, you're living a absurdly fast tracking, just uphill. I mean, sure, there's got to be their slopes every now and then, just like everything. But you're like, (laughs) you're going in such a positive direction. And then you keep hitting it. Personal freaking development. I I do want you to say, though, where does your intuition come from? Because some people are probably thinking like, man, it seems like everything that she throws money at is, is uh, mm. some, somehow some way giving her a result. Obviously, we know the answer to that is not true. But the things that you've said to us have. So like, uh, I guess, how do you, you, some people would think, man, she's so raw. She's so raw. She's so uh, able, willing to talk inappropriate finance conversations or whatever people say, like, she's so like unpredictable, but yet she's so smart. So like, how do you make an intellectual decision on risk or a calculated risk decision? Yeah. I mean, I think like a good old pros and cons list is super good. And, um, I do weigh those, um, you know, I threw the thousand dollars, the credit card guy, and I threw a thousand dollars at the Instagram girl and like all those paid off. And like, I think too, I just like, look for ways I learned anyway. So I spent a thousand dollars on an Instagram course because I flipped a coin and it landed on heads. My friends were like, why the fuck are you buying another course? Like you have, you have it down. Like, and I flipped the coin and I wanted this course and I spent a thousand dollars on it. And like, I used it for like an hour or two, but I I was like a hundred percent a waste of money. Like I shouldn't have done that. Right. And I think like, but that's at the end of the day, I'm just like, eh, like sometimes I, I mean, sometimes I'm like, it's a thousand dollars. And other times I'm like, it's a thousand dollars, like whatever. Um, but I, I think like, I guess it, I have been burned or like, I have like put my heart and soul into some things or maybe like, I, like our business together, I eventually ended up quitting and I, I first was successful and eventually I just like, and 
overall, did I lose money on that business? Probably, or not probably, I did. But what I gained from that business was the mindset and like the meeting the people with different lifestyles and like, I will forever spend the money on that. Right. So like, I'm like, I'm not mad that I'm out. Well, I don't know, 5k. I don't know how much money I spent. I don't know. Um, I'm like glad cause I met you and I, you taught, you're the one who taught me about personal development and like reading these books and like, that's all I read now. And like, I listen to that. And, um, so like kudos to you and thanks to you, you like literally transformed a huge piece of my life. And I hope you know that. Um, but I don't think I have the perfect intuition. I think, you know, I, I, I do really think things through for the most part. Sometimes I get really like money happy and like I just like randomly buy shit and I'm like oh, I probably shouldn't have done that but um at the end of the day I think money can be made back and experiences can't so sometimes I'm willing to like err on that side I don't know if that really answers your question that was a t- tough question <laughs> no no that was that was perfect on the money appreciate the kind words as well and um you know as far as the the whole collage is not the word I'm looking for but just every everything about uh you know what's what you're providing for this call is is exactly what what I know that we wanted to to start off the first local standout lady local standout with standoff with the Logan standout I'll just go with that for now oh I got that memorized but that's what we wanted to start our first lady local standout with and uh uh, I, there's just a lot of power to this. I do know before we put, put the end to the, to the episode here, I, I do want to open it up to Gib or uh, yourself, Fauci, even for some last words for people as inspiration, but Gib, do you have anything else? I do. I do just have one more question that I want to finish off with. Just where, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Like physically, where do you see yourself living and financially? And just what are your goals for the next 10 years? Yeah. Um, I actually think that I will be financially independent in the next 10 years. So I don't think that I'll have to work if I don't want to. I think I will work um, on a business of my own because I want to, or I'll be consulting or something like that. But like, um, I think I'll actually be uh, retired if we want to put it in those terms. Um, uh, cause I'm a really good saver and I've been investing for a while now. So, um, I think I will be at that point in 10 years. Um, I hope to like, meet another nomad dude that like we travel a bunch and then um you know I I probably will have like a home base eventually like right now it's just not financially worth it to have a home base so I come back to my parents house um see my family and my nieces and nephews and everyone else so I come back here and it's like a little bit of a month break but I don't have a car I don't have a house I don't have like any belongings really um and so that makes my lifestyle easy but I think I will be traveling full time for another couple of years now. I have always wanted to move to New York City, so I'll probably live there at some point. Um, I'm a, I love New York City. Uh, somebody asked me to sign a lease this year, actually, but like the L word is a strong word, so um, I had to decline that. Uh, so I, I'm still like it's just hard when you have the freedom and flexibility of a remote job. Like your options are really endless. Um, so ten years. I'll still be traveling. I hope to like still live remotely and then just like do whatever the fuck I want. Really. <laughs> um, 38. Sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the special part about it is like, 
the reason so I worked in the nursing homes for two years and that is like honest another reason I'm so passionate because I there's this one particular client I had and she was like crying and she was like this isn't how I plan to spend retirement and I was like yeah I mean like she had like 20 good years of retirement um but still like 20 years, like life goes by fast. Right. So she was like, I don't want to live in here. This isn't how I plan to spend my retirement. And then I was just like, yeah, like why, like, I don't want to go to a nine to five every day, like go. And I do right now. And, but I like my job and I can do it from anywhere in the world. So I feel like there's a difference. It's like, what lifestyle do you want? I don't want to go into the nursing home every day. I commute, you know, two hours a day, all of that jazz. I'd rather wake up, work out, go outside to the beach or wherever heck I'm at, you know, in Croatia, I'll probably go out and do some activities during the day, start working at three o'clock. I'll probably work at like three to 11, um, some U S hours there. But anyways, I guess the point is, is like, I'm doing it while I'm young and that's why I'm not being so crazy about saving as much money as I can, because like I hiked Mount Fuji and I am like, I hiked, you know, the Inca trail in Peru. And I've been able to like physically do those things. Whereas you get older, like obviously your ability to navigate, slows down a little bit or completely hinders you. So I guess it's like a cool balance of like, I've been able to travel and see the world and hike and do crazy shit while I'm young. And that's why I still spend the money to do that. So I hope to still continue to do that in the next, you know, 10 years. Um, everyone doesn't think kids is in my future. And I have like no idea, but if I do happen to have a child in the future, like, um, I don't anticipate living in one location where they just go, we'd like live around the world and like, you know, cool shit like that. But so that, I don't know. I don't really, it's such a hard question, 10 years, but yeah, that's what I anticipate is like probably retired and still traveling and have a home base probably somewhere. That is so cool. My, my mind is just blown. You're, you're quite the Renaissance woman. You just, you do it all. It's, I appreciate you coming on. It's, it's cool to have another like-minded individual on that. I know me and Tyler both feed off of. So uh, it's, it's just been cool talking to you. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, it's been like super cool. I guess like I'm a really big question asker and I usually can like just hound somebody with all these questions because I'm so interested in like their lifestyle and like how they handle their finances and how they do different things that I haven't really had the tables turned on me. And honestly, it's like kind of a good, good like reflection moment for myself. Um, But I I guess like you asked if I wanted to say anything else. And I think um, something I've been thinking about lately is I've had a couple people reach out to me on Instagram asking like how I do what I do. And they're like, are you like, you, are you just rich? Like, are your parents paying for this? You know, like, how are you doing this? And it's like, no, uh, I have a full-time job. Like I'm working Monday through Friday and I work hard and I save hard too. But I think like at some point I made some scary leaps and it just completely changed my life. Like it was scary to say yes to a year travel program with 35 strangers that started in Peru, leaving completely by myself. But like that decision has completely changed my life. And like, I met incredible people that have given me insane opportunities from here on out. Like that's Andrew kind of meant, or uh, Tyler mentioned a second ago, like my friend, Andrew, like I started working for him because I did this program, but a couple of people have just like, it almost seems like they're timid and scared. This girl was like, yeah, I, I want to start moving out West and do some stuff. And it's like, then do it. Like, what are we waiting for? Like, 
stop stop chasing these degrees like if you have a if you have a degree great but like you don't need like 10 degrees like if you want to study a different area like take a quick little course like pay 500 bucks pay a thousand bucks like you don't need all these degrees and you don't you don't need to wait for the perfect time like I think just like take a leap and just see what happens like you're gonna fall on your ass sometimes too and that's gonna suck but like at least you tried or like keep going you know I think people are just too comfortable it's the comfortable I just I can't stand you know it's comfortable for me to stay in Iowa and do these things but like that's not ultimately what I want so like what what do you ultimately want and like do it like you don't need to wait 12 years for the perfect moment so I don't know I just get kind of fired up about these people that like message me but it's like but what are you doing to like help yourself like I did it. And like, I think if I did it, like anybody can do it. I did like really easy steps. You know, I did some Coursera courses that it's like free online or it's like 50 bucks a month. And like, you know, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, speaking of resources, the four hour work week, fantastic resource. Like if anybody wants to be a nomad and like things like that, like read that book. Kelly, are you the one that told me about that book? By Tim Ferriss. Uh, I don't know if I told you about it, but uh, that is a popular book. Yeah. Yeah. So I read it. I don't, I don't remember. I read it a few years ago and then I'm actually re-listening to it right now. And like, it's kind of boring to listen to honestly, cause it's like, check out this website, check out this website, check out this website. But it's just like, it's a manual. So if you want to like be a nomad and have your own business and do XXX, it's a manual. Yeah. And Tim Ferriss is bomb. I, I adore him. So. Timothy, if you can't find him on Google. <laughs> but anyways yeah <laughs> up. I just got me over here feeling like I watched uh, the Wolf Hall Wall Street or something <laughs> I'm ready to run through a wall that's crazy <laughs> love it well uh, man if that if that didn't inspire you you need to go see a doctor um, but Faust thank you so much you're a pleasure to have on for our first of uh, part one of however many parts we have with you because I'm sure we'll have you back um, but thank you so much for for popping on guys you heard it on local standouts Abby Faust says take the leap and it could change your life so love y'all I know Gib does too Faust does too peace and hair grease let's have a great day <laughs>